Hello everyone, hope you all been well. Today on Ghost Travelers Podcast, we're talking with Michael Hiss. Michael is a local author here in Clark County, Virginia. We're going to be talking to Michael about his book called The Hauntings of Clark County, Virginia. And also we're going to talk to Michael about how he got into the paranormal field as well. So please join us on this journey with Michael. Michael, thank you for coming on Ghost Travelers Podcast. How are you today? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me on. You're welcome. If you could, can you tell my listeners and new listeners a little bit about you if and how you got into the paranormal field? Uh, yeah, my, uh, my wife uh, grew up in Clark County, Virginia, and um, uh, I lived in the Shenandoah Valley for, you know, 15 years or whatever. And ghost stories, paranormal type things have always just been kind of something I'm interested in. And there's a there's just a lot of, of strange stories she would tell me and uh, you know, people I know that uh, grew up around there and told me about. And um, I just uh, you know decided to write a book. I uh, I pitched it to uh, the uh, history press folks and they thought it sounded like a good idea for a book. And uh, here we are. So what story did she tell you that really sparked your interest in about writing the history and the hauntings of Clark County? Well, I, there's the one thing that really stood out to me was um, uh, her family. Uh, they they had, a, had a house in Berryville, but, you know, it wasn't one of the old... Um, you know, like one of the real old historic houses, you know, that, yeah. that's 100 years old. It, it was more probably, you know, 40 years old, something like that. Uh, you know, I, I think it was built in the 60s. But uh, there was just like all these weird stories that, <laughs> that they would tell about about that house. And, um, you know, they would talk about it like so matter-of-factly. <laughs> like, you know, I'm just thinking like, oh, I would burn this place down, you know, but they, they'd talk about just these, um, you know, at a, at a time when um, there were no pets in the home, right? They would hear like, like sound like a cat scratching, um, like at a door or, or like a dog scratching. You know, we're talking, it, it sounded like a dog, right? You know, it's not like a, like a little mouse in the yeah. wall, nothing like that. And, um, you know, uh, like one of the bedrooms, like, uh, uh, like, I guess my sister-in-law, right? She's like sleeping or laying down on the bed. And, you know, she could see like this depression, like coming down on the mattress and, and like a big puff of air, you know, like how somebody will sit on the, on the bed, like when you're laying down. Yeah, of course. Um, you'd, you'd, have, you'd have that, and, uh, like, like my niece, uh, you know, years ago, she would just have all these weird things happen in the basement. She'd be down there, you know, just, just playing or, or roller skating on the uh, unfinished side. And, you know, just all these weird things would happen with our radio and, and electronics. And, and the thing that really freaked me out and and – like, like this is when I would have just like burned the house down. Like, um, there, um, my wife's grandfather, he wasn't alive at the time, but you know, years before he had caught you know, a, a big, a big blue marlin and, and had it mounted. And, uh, you know, they, 
he said that like once in a while, and like it would look like that fish would move, and one time even like like blood, it looked like blood was dripping from its mouth and <laughs> kind of pulled up on the ground. So just a lot of weird stuff like that, you know. Well, that is kind of weird, and also inspired to write a book. So, why is their house haunted, even though they built it themselves? Well, I don't know, but, and, you know, of course, it, these are those things that, you know, there's absolutely no way that, you know, you could prove any of this stuff, right? But, uh, personally, and, and, and let me go back to one of the, 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 probably the freakiest thing was, um, they would sometimes hear the sounds of, like, chains rattling, and... Okay, so nobody in that family was <laughs> like ever chained up in the house or nothing like that. It's kind of weird that um, you know that the, that there was like like that kind of sound coming from from there. And of course, there's no way we could prove it or anything like that. But you kind of wonder, like um, Clark County, um, out of out of like all the counties in the valley, they probably had a larger slave population and like where the where that house sits you know used to be like an old uh orchard i, I think there's like a like an old peach orchard things like that and you just kind of wonder if maybe you know there was something kind of bad that might have happened right around there you know dating back to back to those times if, if that makes any sense yeah it does and before you're in-laws purchased uh, the grounds to build their house. Did they did any kind of research back in the day uh, to see if there was a house on the property that burnt down back in the Civil War era and why you think that uh, the house sits there today is haunted? Yeah, no, I, as far as I know, uh, they, they didn't really... Um you know, really look into it or anything like that. So I, I don't know, you know, what the history there is. It's just, uh, you know, that, that's just the best guess that I could kind of come up with. But as far as actually looking into it real depth, I don't think anyone did. I think that they just kind of, you know, just kind of accepted that uh, it's kind of a weird house. And, uh, you know, nothing, um, nothing malevolent ever really went on. It was more just kind of, you know, kind of those freaky things that we talked about. It wasn't wasn't anything where anybody ever felt like they were, you know, under any kind of uh, you know harm or, or anything like that. So I, I think they just kind of lived with it, you know. Yeah, most definitely. So your book of Clark uh, Hauntings of Clark County, Virginia. Can you tell us a little bit about it? Be um, how you start writing it. Well, uh, so. Uh, like I said, uh, you know, the things from, uh, you know, from my wife's family there, I put a little uh, subsection in there about that. And what I did was um, I interviewed a whole lot of people. And, and mostly, you know, since my wife uh, grew up there, um, she she already knew, um, you know, just tons of people that, that had various stories and things like that. And, and so we just kind of... Um, you know, got a lot of those stories together and, and just put them in the book. Um, I, I don't, I can't remember exactly, uh, how, how many different people, uh, you know, we ended up interviewing, 
but but there there were a lot and and so I put I put some sections in there on you know some of the historic homes, um, uh, some haunted uh, back roads, I guess type of, type of stories, um, you know some various things from around Barryville, and you know just kind of mixed it up like that. Um, I, I think there's like like 10 chapters with you know with little subsections from uh, from people's stories so when you were writing your book uh, what was your process like of choosing these towns in clark county and why you picked those towns well i think what I, what i did um you know with the publisher you've got like um you know, kind of like a range for your your word count and, and stuff like that. So, you know, some things uh, I, I left out that probably could have been included in there. But, you know, I just kind of picked what I thought were, you know, what I thought to me were, were the most interesting um, stories and just kind of went from there. Um, you know, they, like I said, there, there's a mix. There, there's, you know, like... A, some of the old historic homes, um, you know, like such as Carter Hall, you know, you got tales from there that had been written about as early as, you know, like the, like the early 1900s. And so I included like some of that classic stuff, but also put some more contemporary things in there. And, you know, maybe some of the, uh, a few of the like lesser known known things, and I just kind of tried to mix it up to you know keep it kind of interesting. Yeah, most definitely. So, what what towns did you put in the the book that you thought of was really haunted to put in? Well, let's see. So, obviously, like in Berryville, um, there, there's a lot of different things in Berryville. Um, Let's see. You got the, uh, the the Battle Town Inn um, in town. Um, that that one. There's just uh, like a ton of stories from there. And I put the story of a of a lady um, who used to work there. I think she was she was a, a teenager who used to work there, and put some of her um, you know some of the weird things that she saw. Uh, you know when she was working there, um, she saw a um, like a lady and a in a white dress, and um, and down in the basement, um, I think uh, used to serve like as a field hospital during the Civil War, and she had just a just a really vivid um, encounter down there about you know kind of like how she um, what am I trying to say how, how she like felt like the anguish and and, and and things I guess from from that previous time. And you know, also in Berryville, you got the you got the Rosemont, uh, you know, the your beautiful home, you know, just just on the outskirts of, of Berryville to the west, and um, you know, people there have seen, uh, you know, these phantom soldiers uh, going going back and forth. Uh, the, that site was um, occupied during the uh, during the Civil War, and there's a, there's a lot of uh, tales from inside the home that. You know, so Berryville really uh, has a lot of, um, you know, just just weird, uh, weird, weird things from with the historic homes. But also, there's um, there's even a tale 
like from a, like from a warehouse in Berryville of a, like a ghostly figure wearing a hoodie. So obviously that would be more from contemporary times. Yeah, most definitely. And you put in the in your book also the town of Winchester. Um, can you tell us a little bit of uh, uh, locations in Winchester that you put in your book? Well, in this one, I just, I, I think I just briefly touched on um, uh, one of the homes in Winchester. Um, but in the book, I, I confine most of the stuff to, um, you know, just Clark County for the most part. Um, you know, the town in, uh, the town in Winchester, or the, the, the home in Winchester, I think I, I put in there because it uh, it kind of traced back to uh, Daniel Morgan, uh, you know, a, a historic figure from the area, who um, in in the uh, in the book um, the uh, home that he lived in in um, in Clark County supposedly had these um, these underground passages and and a couple things like that that I uh, that I mentioned. Yeah, most definitely. Uh, for so for a short amount of time that we have left together, since you're on a time crunch, um, can you tell us one of your most favorite stories that you put in the book for us? Like one, just one, or maybe two? Yeah. So um, let's see here. Okay. So I think my favorite story uh, from the book, and let me think here. That would be. Uh, trying to think that would be I, I think this one would have been on in the on a back roads chapter I think but anyway there was this lady that um, that uh, shared this story and uh, I'm trying to remember here but her her mom I think they were they were out like going to some yard sales or, or something like that and uh, or maybe it was an estate sale but anyway there, there was this this home that they visited, you know, real nice, uh, old historic home on a, on a nice, um, you know, on a nice, nice plot of land. And, um, her mom was, was talking to the guy that was, was running the sale. And, um, so she was asking, you know, why would you, why would you want to sell this place and leave this place? And and he told this stories of, of these just things that were happening in the home. It started out with him noticing he had like a, like a nice uh, oriental rug and he kept noticing this, this stain, you know, in the rug. And, you know, he took it to the cleaner and, you know, while the rug was gone, you know, the stain, uh, this this substance was appearing on the floor, you know, like every morning, like a rust-colored substance, and he would, you know, try to clean it up, but it would it would always just keep coming through. And you know, long story short, he did some um, research on the home, and like many of the homes in the area, it had been used as like a makeshift uh, field hospital during the uh, Civil War, and and. Uh, that particular room had been, uh, you know, where they performed surgeries and, and, and amputations and things. So, you know, one morning uh, he gets up to write in his diary and he turns it to the, you know, to the next page 
and anyway, there was this there was this letter written, and it uh, it said something along the lines of, "I need to find my leg," and um, you know, so with that, he just <laughs> he just kind of like, "All right, that's it. I'm selling. I'm out of here." <laughs> and you know, and he talked about seeing like you know phantom horses and things like that in the barn and you know seeing you know seeing ghostly figures and, and things like that that to me and you know I'm, I'm kind of butchering the story you really need to read the book to you know to, to get the feel for uh, for what i'm saying there but that one was was really one of my um was was one of my favorite stories and and another one that i really like this was over near uh, da, 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 where, where's it at? Uh, over near Boyce, I think. And yeah, this woman kept seeing this uh, this little, uh, you know, this this, this uh, a childlike uh, apparition. And her daughter, um, so they were out at a restaurant, and her daughter had brought home a balloon, um, you know, from a restaurant. And the balloon went missing, and they went, uh, you know, like like looking for it never could find it and uh like the next day she uh she saw this the apparition of this little boy like holding that balloon and it, it just kind of like sent chills down my spine and, and freaked me out and like i said these these stories are, are much better told than in the book but uh that, that's just kind of a, a taste of it yeah most definitely so when you interview these people and put them in your book. Do you go? Do you go out personally yourself to investigate these locations yourself before you? And also put your own uh, personal experience that saying, "Hey, I investigated these locations." Uh, some yes, and some no. Um, you know, like uh, like like the like the rug story I just told you about, and the balloon story. You know, these are. You know, these are these are places that uh, you know I'm like like the like the balloon story. The lady doesn't even live in the house anymore, and you know, so those aren't really things that uh, you know you can investigate. But some of the places, um, you know, I have been to, and I wouldn't. I don't know how much of like an investigation I really do. I'm not. Uh, you know, I'm not really one of the ghost hunters like on TV that has all this fancy equipment and this and that. But, you know, I uh, I have visited um, a, a great many of the places in the book. And, and at least uh, in a couple of them, I, I talk about some of my own experiences. Like, uh, like there's a little church, Ebenezer Church, um, in the book. And I, uh, I give my... Uh, my accounts that, uh, you know, my, my own personal experience that Very nice. Um, for somebody, um, would like to purchase your book or your other books that you've written in the past, do you have like a website or anything that they can go to? Uh, the best thing is just, yeah, just go to Amazon or, uh, you know, the, the home, you know, a lot of your local, um, bookstores um you know in, in clark and, um, and and in winchester uh that you can you can find them in, in a lot of your your local places but uh, you can always just order it from amazon or uh, barnes and noble 
Awesome. And uh, the links that you just mentioned, I'll put in the bottom of the description of this uh, podcast for my listeners and new listeners can uh, find your books and stuff like that a lot easier. Okay. Sounds good. Yeah, most definitely. Um, do you have, do you have any, uh, also, do you have like a new book coming out or events coming up? Uh, no, no, I'm, uh, I'm kind of on a hiatus at the moment. Yeah. No, that's all right. Um, well, Michael, I'd like to say thank you for coming on Ghost Travelers podcast today. Um, well, everyone, I would like to say thank you for listening and take care and travel safe. I would like to say thank you to Michael for coming on the Ghost Travelers podcast today. If you like this episode of Ghost Travelers podcast, please consider on hitting that subscribe button for new episodes on every other Friday for now. Thank you for listening. This is your host, PJ, for Ghost Travelers podcast. Take care and travel safe.